Hi, my name is Bayo. This is Eplosis Podcast. It's always a good time to look into the Bible and find truths that are relevant to our lives today, even though the book is thousands of years old. Sounds like something you're interested in? Yeah, that's exactly why I made this podcast. Listen and enjoy. Hello there, um, welcome to this episode of the Eplosis Podcast. This is episode 4 of the current series that we are on, which is The Covenant. Right, and to take us forward on the train of thoughts that we've been on, I will just read from Genesis chapter 15 from verse 13 to 15. Alright, so the, the scripture says that God said unto Abraham, Know of a surety that your seed will be a stranger in the land that is not theirs, and they shall serve them, and they shall afflict them four hundred years. And also that nation whom they shall serve I will judge, and afterward they shall come out with great substance, and thou shalt go to thy fathers in peace. Thou shalt be buried in a good old age. Alright, so God was speaking to Abraham here about, you know, if you read the if you read the book of Exodus, you now know that um this is the what God was speaking about here was the nation of Israel being in Egypt. Right. So um God gave Abraham this insight into an event in the future that you know his people would be in captivity for 400 years now um we see god if you as, as we progress right we have seen god start with individuals move on to families and is now ready to scale operations to you know relate with an entire group of people and one thing you have to recognize is the operations the way, the way god organizes things are different and priority changes as you grow is is one thing you should learn right um if you're starting a business if you're if you're whatever you're doing really um as you scale up anything actually the parameters for the parameters that judge you know how you should act or behave or what is important right gradually change so god starts with adam uh, moves on you know and we get we get up to Noah's story Right, it becomes an agreement with Noah and his family. Right, then we get to Abraham, and it becomes a generational thing, where God had to be now God of your father Abraham and Isaac. That's speaking to Jacob. But anyway, Jacob, who is Abraham's grandson, is the one whose name gets renamed to Israel, and it is his children that we have today as the foundations of the tribes of Israel. Now, if you go over to the book of Exodus. Right, uh, you read from the beginning, you see that Israel, of course, spent some time in captivity, but God used the uh, prophet uh, Moses to bring them out of captivity. Right, so um, after their exits, right, things began to, you know, things, some, some events began to unravel, which, um, which were, which were kind of interesting to watch, honestly. Right, so looking, you know, from our perspective, if you hear, if you hear people talk about the people of Israel after they left Egypt. You know, there's a certain way that we speak about them. You know, of course, we don't. In you know, just like you speak about Thomas as doubting Thomas, right? As though um, he, he was totally un, it was totally unreasonable for him to have doubted, right? I'm not saying that doubting was a good thing. I'm just saying that um, it was possible to explain, right, why he doubted, right? He was probably a down to earth person, and you know, he's, he was just this type of person who always liked to see proof of whatever I was doing or to see the proof of his results. And um, in a certain vein, that's a good thing. It's just that um, in certain climes also, um, that is not, I mean, especially in the case of, you know, Jesus resurrecting, that is not the, like, that's not the skill 
but that's not the personality traits that was required at the time you get but um yeah foundation really like in isolation that is a him doubting was that is actually a good thing right that's a good thing <laughs> yeah but um let's let's stay on track here we're looking at the the story of israel coming out of egypt now right so um israel had left egypt by nothing less than the most phenomenal show of power um we we, we read about throughout scripture honestly right um god i mean if you if you read through the story god did amazing things there were 10 plagues in egypt there was a splitting of the red sea i mean there was there was food falling down from heaven there was everything that god did that showed you know absolute power and you know what would begin to imagine that after being a part of you know seeing uh, after being a part of those events right there's a way that you perceive god all right or there's a reverence or there's a fear um i mean not fear in terms of being afraid of someone but fear in terms of respect and um one would expect that there will be trust that one will have but if you read right the story of israel you realize that at every single point in time where they reached a point of difficulty two things happened number one is they would cry to god as though he had never done anything for them Number two, which is the one which, I mean, always puts God off, like always annoying, right? Was that they always made the statement of, you know, we wish we were in Egypt or we would, we, we, can we just go back to Egypt? Right? Um, those two things, right, were the, the, they were actual, those were the play, those were the manifestations of something I will call a consciousness engineering, right and i will explain what i mean by that right so these guys had been in slavery all day so all the life they had known right um they didn't know a better life they didn't know i I would say they didn't even know a worse life either right all the life they knew right was the life in slavery so there was this um what i would call it is um there was this restraint to change right it's like you know if you if you study physics and they talk about um laws of motion where a body will continue to be in a state of rest or uniform motion except acted by an external force to act otherwise and you know that just tells you that inherently everything in the earth resists like it is natural for everything to want to stay in the states that it is right but interestingly you know when israel was in captivity they were the ones who cried they were the ones who begged you know for god to deliver them they, they were in so much pain but how come Right at the after seeing all the miracles, at the point of need, at the slightest point of need, they always try to return to Egypt. It's what I call, like I said earlier, a consciousness engineering. It is what had happened to them as a result of being so exposed to slavery that it was just natural. That was their default setting. Right? It was it was natural for them to just want to reset to that life, as though they had forgotten where they were coming from. Right, as though they had forgotten of the suffering that they had and it's interesting to see that not even the mighty miracles were able to shift their minds in the moment right um when i think about that deeply right it, it says a lot all right it actually does say a lot and to bring that home right to us today it says a lot about how we how we human beings train ourselves Right, the kinds of um, the kinds of mental models and the kinds of life models that we expose ourselves to. And, and let me just tell you something for you, right? 
a lot of times what we get out of life is not what we what we deserve right is mostly what we are trained to get right um, somebody made a statement and said that we don't rise to the level of our desire we fall to the level of our training right and uh, what that means is eventually right what everybody manifests is dependent on how their consciousness has been wired either consciously or unconsciously so, so this is a thing with human consciousness right um your consciousness has been altered either you consciously do something about it or not right it's why um god says in the book of um, romans that you should renew your mind right with the word of god because naturally just by being exposed to the system of this earth your mind is already being engineered in a certain direction right your mind is being engineered to doubt your mind is being i mean your mind is the earth has a lot of chaos so there's how your mind is being wired and god is saying look right you cannot just leave the engineering of your consciousness to you know random happenings in the world you are going to make a shipwreck out of your life basically right so um so that's the concept there the concept of the fact that you see um it's more powerful that we give it credence but i mean your consciousness actually does determine a very huge you know in a very huge way the outcome of your life so pay attention to the things that you expose yourself to um to the conversations that you expose yourself to you know some some people would advise that if you were if you wanted to end up in a certain way you have to walk backwards what, what that means is basically look for thoughts and resources that you know point in that direction and then let those be the things that you meditate on and let those be the things that form the basis of your belief as a person and i mean before long you will reach you realize that you know you are that destination right good but then for israel so let's come back to israel again for israel and we see with the implication of them not being able to adjust even 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 with all the miracles that they experienced right led to two things number one that entire generation of people who left the who left the nation of israel right um so so think about it like this there was the people who left egypt rather where of course different ages there was the old there was the young there was the children so everybody who was 20 and above right who left egypt at the point where they were 20 and above was killed in that wilderness right um and it was because and it was primarily because there was no way that with that consciousness they could fulfill the requirements of entering the promised land now to enter the promised land they would have had to fight now they were definitely going to fight people who were bigger than them who were stronger than them so um that's this story i'm about to you know talk about is in numbers 14. numbers 14 is where people are sent to spy the land right and um give feedback on how they can take over the land that's the promised land so they were literally already at the border of where they were going right um so they sent out spies spies went there and came back and gave reports i said they saw giants right which was true right that that land was actually occupied by giants by people who were like i mean if you know goliath story like people who were goliath like big those kinds of people right so yeah of course those guys were bigger but um god expected them to be able to you know based on all the miracles that they had seen God expected them to be able to trust him, 
to take over that land right but then what happened next was when you know they, so there were 12 people who went 10 of those guys came and gave like a very terrible report the whole nation was thrown into pandemonium like everybody just got scared and stuff and god just said you know what i'm tired of this can't deal with these people in fact god was going to just kill all of them right and remember again let's just take it back let me take you back to what we said in the episode about um the flood where decadence can result in an absolute destruction you know you know like what happened with the flood of noah basically where there was a total breakdown of society right in this case right it was actually going to trigger the death of an entire generation of people and that's powerful but then moses said you know what god don't do that because i mean what would the testimony be you brought them out here just to kill them so god said okay you know what i'm not going to just kill them outrightly but what then happened after was still a manifestation of chaos right and you know what i remember what god said to adam like in the day you eat of it you will surely die right um and i think that the absolute right the culmination of death right the uh, sorry the um the combination of chaos the absolute communication of the absolute culmination of chaos is death right that's the that's the that's when when it comes down to human experience right um of course there was chaos and the earth was trouble when you bring it down to human experience the absolute expression of chaos is what we find as death so what god did was you know what these guys definitely i mean the way they are i can't i can't work with these guys so what we are gonna do is they are still gonna die but they're not gonna die the way i was gonna do it what's going to happen is they are going to just roam around this wilderness 40 years and in those 40 years all of them are going to just gradually die out so they all still eventually died right that that entire generation actually still eventually died and it's interesting how you know one powerful thing we see is their journey they so they set back the entire nation i mean there were people who were younger than them there were people so but long story short they set back an entire generation by 40 good years because of how i, I mean because their decadence in this in this case their decadence is the lack of faith in god their decadence had reached critical mass they set back an entire nation by 40 years they roamed around in that wilderness on the border of where they were going right you see you see how important so you can you see how important um what we're talking about is here that was the implication that was the manifestation of death in this scenario it was that they would waste time right so 40 extra years roaming around something that was just right you know, in front of them right in front of them so anyway um that entire generation died and eventually they were able to get into canaan you know um they fought they fought them um after those 40 years they fought them got into canaan and then um god oh before i mean actually before they got into canaan god now tries to establish you know a relationship with with um with israel and that's what we have today as the old covenant right when people talk about the old covenant or the law right that's actually what it was god now came and established a covenant with these guys god came and said you know what okay now i want to make an agreement with everybody right but god but how god did that interestingly was you know he did, of course he did it through um through a mediator so there was still one person who was like accountable for everybody but basically god for the first time 
God had an agreement with, let's say, two, three million people at the same time. And um, the agreement God had with these people can be, dis- can be divided into three parts, right? Um, God, so, so what God did in Israel is actually very phenomenal, right? Because God essentially brought out like a group of people give them identity, give them culture. And I mean, when we keep talking, as I keep talking, you, you realize that. Right? So there are three different parts that, you know, this agreement is broken down into. Right? So there is this ceremonial part that sort of um, explains you know, or, or that details the, the different feasts that they were supposed to have. Right? So Israel, as part of their culture, they were supposed to have some feasts. Um, there was the Feast of Passover, the Feast of Living Bread, there was a feast of first fruit. There was the feast of Pentecost. There was the feast of trumpets. You know, there was a day of atonement. There was a feast of tabernacles. So all these feasts were a part of you know the agreement that God had with them that they were supposed to keep. Right. So that was the first part, the ceremonial part. Second part is the sacrificial part. So um, that's the part that governed their sacrifices to God. Right. Um, there were a number of you know, a number of sacrifices. There were different types of sacrifices. There was a guilt offering. There was the wave offering. There was a peace offering, the sin offering, the drink offering, the burnt offering. You know, the, the, basically there were different offerings, right? And that's, so that's the second part, the sacrificial part. So we'll call the first one the ceremonial code. We'll call the second one the sacrificial code. The third one is what we will describe as the judicial or moral code. Now that is the part where God begins to detail their, their judicial or civil system, right? God lays out what is morally right and what is wrong for these people. So what? So if you, if you look, if you think about it in, in its totality, right? because if you read through um, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, you see how God actually, now for Israel, and what I'm about to say is very, very essential to the next episode, right? But what God essentially did was God took out these guys and detailed, gave them every single thing they needed it drew out their economic system drew out their judicial system drew out their i mean drew out every single part of their culture right and the relationship with god is what embodied the entire culture of what he was to be an israelite now um when we start to think so basically i've just run through the covenants that god had with um Israel as the old covenant. Now, when we start to think about the new covenant, the new the new covenant was also another milestone where God scaled operations, right? But what happened was God had to now scale operations from just a group of people, right, from just one country to the entire earth. Again, there were certain um, there were certain adjustments that were made, right, and because that's the only way the New Testament would have been born. Now, um, for you to have not been an Israelite and be able to partake of this agreement or, the, or this plan of God, what would have had to happen before the new covenant was, at the very least, you had to be circumcised, right? So imagine circumcising a maybe 50-year-old man. That, 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 I mean, that's a lot of pain. But um, aside that, right, aside just that act of circumcision, what circumcision actually represents was that you were going to have to drop your culture and pick up the Jewish culture. Now, that, if you think about that very, very deeply, that's not, that, that would not have been scalable, right? Because what would have had to happen was everybody, no matter what you were from, no matter where you were from, if you were Chinese, you stopped eating Chinese food and, you know, you had to stick to their dietary laws, 
you have to like pick up israel's dietary laws so don't eat pork for example um you have to pick up the language i mean just because just so that you could interact with god and i'm sure that god saw the difficulty in this and god saw that you know in bringing about the new testament it will, it will not have been the best idea right to ensure that everybody you know had to come out to take or drop their culture and pick up a new one because a, a culture fit is not it's not a mild type of change right it's it's, it's an extensive one dropping your culture is, is not it's not something small but anyway let me not dwell too much on that so basically god in his genius right because the new testament is actually a work of genius god in his genius found a way to abstract the eternal parts of the agreement he had with israel take that completely off the table and be able to give the essence of that to the entire world such that they could still have an interaction with him right um so basically that's like what the new testament is the new testament is what the old testament was plus some extra right with a change in administration so what god basically did was change the administration changed how he administered right the covenant and i will read a scripture and this is where i will close this episode i'll read a scripture where god in the old covenant gives an intro to what the new will be about or to the basis of the new covenant jeremiah chapter 31 from verse 33 it says but this shall be the covenant that i will make with the house of israel after this day says the lord i will put my law in their inward parts and write it in their hearts and we will be their God, and they shall be my people. And they shall teach no more every man his neighbor, and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they all shall know me, from the least of them unto the greatest of them, says the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. So, as God introduces the concept of a covenant that is to come, which is the New Testament, what God essentially says is, um, what I did with Israel was to write the law on tablets. But with these guys, I will write it in their hearts. Um, Israel had to internalize whatever they saw on the tablets, right? But the, this new administration, I'm going to do it a bit differently. I'm going to start from the inside out, right? So I'm going to, I'm going to basically transform them from within. I'm going to work from their consciousness out, right? Um, the administration was not to the model right was not to have events from outside to instruct the consciousness inside the the new model would be that there will be encounters in consciousness to trigger outward changes right? that's what the new demo that's what the new um administration will be about and then that's how we start to examine the new covenant so um in the new episode i'll in the next episode rather i'll start to look closely into the new covenant and then basically start to draw ties from the first episode to the operations of the new covenant and i mean there's a lot of concepts to explore there there's a concept of sin and sacrifice there's there's so much to unravel right so um i'd like you to share this episode with everybody who you think will be blessed by it and also i expect you know to see you or to and even because i don't really see you so i expect to expect you to listen to the next episode alongside those who you think will be blessed by it thank you so much for joining me and have a great week goodbye